praise the Holy One of Israel, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, and there is none other. We love you guys, and God loves you, and it's a family of love on one Mount Zion. Nothing can separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus, although they've tried millions of times. Only made us stronger in our bond of love, our marriage covenant of love. I'm truly fascinated by the love of God because it is the highest way. The outer court, well, you got some salvation, fire insurance, revelation. The inner court, it's all a mountain Zion. The banks of the mountain go a little higher now you're in the inner court. They got the gifts. They got the fruits a little bit. Mostly gifts. But you don't actually learn about the higher things of the highest degrees of glory until you enter the holy place on top of Mount Zion, which is letting it rise in your heart and pierce your mind and come out your forehead, a river of life. The highest way is love. <laughs> there is no degree of glory higher than agape. <laughs> the gifts are nothing. I mean, 1 Corinthians 13, all gifts and all prophecy will be fulfilled. Tongues will cease. But love remains forever. Have you gone beyond gifts beyond tongues, beyond prophecy, to learn how to love <laughs> the highest way. And those are the degrees of going from glory to glory. This mountain is the funnest thing you'll ever do in your entire life. You know, even going up and down the mountain all throughout the rooms of this mountain, Mount Zion, the most precious jewel, Revelation 21, 10 and 11. It is called a shining crystal, sparkling, precious jewel. The most precious jewel. That is our new heart as a new creature in Christ. Mount Zion is our heart, since your body is the new covenant temple, and we don't serve in an Old Testament Levitical structure. We don't serve in that Stephen in Acts 7 says, if you are still serving in an Old Testament style, you're a servant of Molech and Remphan, and they killed him, like they've killed all of us thousands of times for telling them the truth. In love, not in hate, not in woundedness. So healthy, so blessed, so glorious, so illuminated in our hearts in the real new covenant of Christ in us, the hope of realizing the glory, no longer a hope. It's realized. I mean, the mind of Christ is burning through our skulls like a white stone with a new name on it, which is your brain glorified from Christ within. Hallelujah. The white stone with a new name on it. Stone. Where is that book of first mention? The stone the builders rejected has become the chief and cornerstone. And Zechariah is called the stone of seven facets of seven radioactive spirits of God. They're called radioactive. In the, in the Hebrew, it's translated radiations. The seven radiations 
of the stone of Yeshua. That's right. Zechariah 3.9. Glory. How many of y'all know that that radiation is the love of Christ in you, trying to get through your heart, and He's not looking for you to rend your garments, but to rend your heart. <laughs> the freak show on Sunday, Star Day, Remfan Day, is so outward. So outward. And I, I don't deny there's a little inward, because I've I love the charismatic church. I mean, otherwise I wouldn't do this. I do this in love. It's just, it's time to enter Zion. It's time to be holy place Christians. It's time to go deeper than the inner court of the gifts. Amen. It's time to go deeper than the inner court of prophecy. All prophecy fulfilled. Where? In the holy place. In the holy place there is no shadows. The holy place is so other, also known as the throne room, of God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ and the 24 elders, the top of Mount Zion that's already in you, rising through you, if you agree with the prophetic word. It's so other than the inner court and the outer court that people come to the holy place and the John the Baptist sonship company that lives in the holy place and they just wonder, is this from God or from man? I mean, every day. I mean, we have a thousand people every day that watch our seven streams and 97% of them don't support us, so I know they're just coming and they're wondering, is this God or is this Satan? And they're pondering in their heart, and a lot of them don't even condemn us. Most do, but many don't. Most come and they're like, maybe this is the next level. I don't know, put it on the shelf, wait till it gels, let it become a little more solidified, mainstream, and then we'll enter in. Because people are not brave. People are afraid especially in the areas of religion because they've been taught fear. Fear is how religious spirits control the world. Remphan is the principality or you could say the light of the kingdom of hell. It's beyond principality. <laughs> it's the light of the throne of Satan. And it is a light. It's the light of the sun and the moon. Amen. And that is the light of religion of the curse of the fall. That's the light of Eve's curse, which is religion in every head. You're born with that light in you, and that's why you must be born again of a different light, the glory of God, of the Spirit and the water, and the Spirit is the glory, the brightness of God. It is written. John 3, you must be born of a different light spectrum, Nicodemus. You still practice the sun and the moon. I'm doing away with the old covenant. You're precious. I can see your heart is in love. And this precious Pharisee, a man after God's own heart, Nicodemus, precious. He's the one who shared his tomb with the Lord and embalmed him, Scripture says, with, you know, blew a million dollars on him in his burial. He had a better tomb than King David. He did, with the Roman seal. They, had, they set centurions there. Like, that's like setting secret service. Our highest trained, you know, special ops, like rangers, right there at the tomb, Navy SEALs, and with the seal, with the Roman seal. I mean, they just blew a million dollars on this guy at his death. What kind of, what kind of man is that? <laughs> that, you're, that your life is so significant, even though they all treat you like crap, that when the, you're dead, it's like, <clears throat> you're treated like the king of kings and lord of lords by all civilization. I mean, 
the, the Roman Empire came together with the Jewish Empire, and, and they all were like, you know, blew a million dollars on this guy. True story. He got a kingly death. Hallelujah. His tomb is still empty to this day. Golgotha, the place of the skull. Not the traditional place where they take you on the tours in Jerusalem. No, this place isn't even guarded. Looks like a skull, Golgotha. It's where Ryan, Ron Wyatt discovered the old covenant ark that Jeremiah had buried 500 years previous. And there was an angel in there waiting for him. And there was Goliath's sword. True story. And they took Ron Wyatt, an archaeologist, in the early 80s, they took that blood. They went into a laboratory. Didn't tell him where they discovered it. You know, he's got his archaeology license. He's doing the stuff, you know. And the Jewish scientists mixed up the, the blood and tested the blood. And they're like, this blood's still alive. This blood is still alive. And then they said, ah. And the father was not a human being. It had the chromosomes from the mother, but the chromosome from the father was a single Y chromosome, conceived of the Holy Spirit. I saw this whole thing this morning. Whose blood is this? They asked. This is the blood of your Messiah, Jesus of Nazareth. He discovered it. They have the ark. The Jews have the ark. That's why they want to rebuild the temple. They've had it since the 80s. <laughs> the ark's been discovered. They already got the menorah on display in Jerusalem. You know, and they got the Muslims on the temple mount, you know. And honestly, it's going to boil down and it's going to be all good. Armageddon, we win. It's going to be a beautiful thing. And let the Spirit just remove the fears from your heart. You've read Revelation. We kick butt. We're kicking butt, you guys. Once you get the fears out of your heart, it gets so easy. You realize, whoa, two-thirds of the angels are with us? What have I been fearing? Phantoms have been my rivals. I've been in covenant with phantom spirits that have been lying to me and just keeping me in bondage to fear. When perfect love is here, there can be no fear. <laughs> fear has to do with punishment. You know what's being punished? You know why you feel that? The demon. The blood of the lamb is still wreaking vengeance upon the demons, which is the government of the moon, and upon the fallen angels, which is the government of the sun. It's true. I mean, just wreaking havoc to the point where the only thing Satan could do is bring a direct counterfeit in a 33-degree witchcraft system called Freemasonry. I mean, that was his best strategy to destroy the world and enslave the world, is to bring a witchcraft strategy that is an absolute, total abomination that pretends to be Christianity, that is serving in buildings made by human hands. And we have Vatican Jesuit-style Christianity, also Masonic Christianity worldwide. That's the, the current system of slavery that the nations are coming out of. I mean, when you plant a church, it's a Masonic church. Because God has never dwelt in any building made by human hands. I mean, when Jesus came around, it was like open Eden paradise. 
What are we going to do? It was house to house. It was nationwide. It was citywide. And the apostles did the same thing to the church of Ephesus, to the church of Philippi, to the church of Laodicea. Every single church was a city because that's the apostolic foundation of the chief and cornerstone of the kingdom of heaven. But it's hard and it costs your heart. I'm going to be misunderstood, going to get persecuted, going to think you're crazy because you're spiritual, supernatural. You're not a human being. You're a living creature. 2 Corinthians 5.17, it is written. And so the easy, default, cowardly, fearful thing to do is just do human Christianity and submit to Satan and his angels and pretend like we've arrived. Like the charismatic churches, heaven on earth. They all claim it. They all name it. But it's not our promised land. And I love every person on earth perfectly with springs and rains, with the roots of David and the bright morning star. But none of it is the promised land. The promised land is a new heavens and a new earth where righteousness dwells. It's going to get so wild. People are going to get so undone from religion that there will be like in continuous excitement all the time. And I'm already seeing it breaking out in Minneapolis amongst non-Christians. The Christians are the last ones to get it because they're so religious. But if you don't have religion on you, it's already happening. <laughs> there are people here already drinking the springs of the sons of God, which are the roots of David from below, and their hearts are on fire. Jesus Christ's prescription for salvation was never a sinner's prayer. Not one single time. It was always come to the waters and drink. Every time he offered salvation in Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, even in the book of Revelation. Oh my gosh. On the last day of the feast, he stood up, if anyone's thirsty, come to me and drink. On the last chapter of the last book of the Bible, if anyone's thirsty, Come to the throne of God and the Lamb and drink the river of life. Salvation is a drink called the cup of the new covenant. Religion offers you ideas into your brain. God offers you a river. A river that springs up into your heart unto eternal life. So you're telling me it's not about my brain. It's not an idea. It's not carnal, it's not fleshly, it's not earthly, it's not demoniacal. It's heavenly. It's for your spirit. It's for your heart. And out of your heart grows the tree of life, and the tree of life, which is the fruits of God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ, changes your mind. Your mind is changed by the fruitfulness of your heart. And your heart drinks from Christ in your spirit. Your heart is your whole chest, the breastplate of righteousness. So what's in your belly or in your spirit is what your heart's drinking from. People are so carnal that their heart drinks from Satan continuously. Now they'll be so spiritual that they'll drink from the throne of God and the Lamb. Revelation 22.1, river of life. It's a gift for everyone. You don't have to join any organization. You don't have to join any church. This is absolutely law-free. Amen. He wants you to get so free from the curse of the law, from the curse of religion, which is original sin, that all you do is live in excitement, the joy of love. We're going to do a 
four day series now on love because it's the highest degrees of glory and it's going to cause never ending revival through our hearts. Today is the joy of love. Tomorrow is the exaltation of love. Tuesday is the ecstasy of love. Wednesday, the rapture of love. And on Thursday morning, I'm leaving for Mexico for four days. That's right. To be with my dad for Super Bowl. Hallelujah. Thursday to Tuesday. It's a tradition we do every year. Hallelujah. And this love has never been stronger. I'm excited to share this kind of love in Mexico, in Mazatlan, in El Cid, on the beach, and in Playa Utah, and in Sinaloa. Gotta understand, there's a new breed of evangelism coming forth that's so different than the inner court that they really have a hard time with us. Because Jesus' holy place methods of evangelism were never repeat after me. <laughs> you know? He never said, repeat after me. And then uh, everyone's just a hypnotized zombie in church and no one actually has their spirit growing and it's just a bunch of religious stuff that doesn't work. You know, it makes you feel good about yourself for a minute, but you have to go back the next week and get another fix. This prescription that we see demonstrated in the perfect ministry of the Messiah is all about drinking. It's all about rivers. Are there seven rivers for seven mountains to melt like wax in all nations' hearts? seven rivers are these rivers of fire Daniel 7 I saw a river of fire proceeding from the throne seven rivers amen the seven spirits of God Revelation 5 7 seven spirits of God God's sevenfold Holy Spirit Zechariah 3 9 the seven radiations of the rock of Joshua Jesus Christ of Nazareth. From that rock, they drank. What are they drinking? The menorah. This is your new heart in Christ. And when the seven spirits of God, the spirit of wisdom and understanding, the spirit of counsel and might, the spirit of knowledge and the fear of the Lord, and the spirit of the Lord is burning through your heart, it transfigures your mind, and there will be a rainbow coming out your soul. The mind of Christ is King of kings and Lord of lords. It's not just for Jesus. He's the firstborn from among the dead. It's for everyone who's alive in Christ. See, the mind of Christ rises from your belly, and it erases the carnal mind of ideas about God, which is religious Moloch and religious Remphon. It removes Satan from you. The ideas, the externalism is Satan. That's why the Bible says, greater is he who's in you than he who's in the world. So if you're serving a Jesus that's in the world and it's going into your brain, you've been serving Satan. And the charismatic church is like shoulder deep in the river. Now it's time and a lot of people are too scared and you need some demonstrations, some examples, some sons of God to pave the way for the whole world. And then it's like, oh, okay, the waters are safe. We can go underwater. And that's when you enter the holy place, when your head goes underwater in the seven rivers of the Holy Spirit. Amen. That's what's going to happen to all of you. 
The outer court is the ankle deep. They're saved, but it's like fire insurance level of revelation. The inner court, up to their shoulders. That's why I don't doubt the intentions of their heart. I mean, these people mean well when they pray witchcraft prayers against the holy place Christians every day cursing us. It's just, they don't, their minds are totally carnal and they're still head-led. They're still brain-led. Almost all Pentecostals and Charismatics in the world are at shoulder level. The Great Awakening of the end times are people going underwater, head deep. That is the entry point of the holy place of the throne room of God. And in the throne room is when you begin to learn the degrees of love. We bless you guys with the grace of the Lord Jesus with your spirits. We'll see you tomorrow. Amen.